Okay. Hello. I hope that I can get this out in a way that makes sense because I just had this whole like, whoa moment. Um, it's about how we work with like our divine will um, and how how our divine will mixes with that of God. Whoa, this is so cool. So the reason why you thought of this was because you were thinking about looking back at when you wanted to be a teacher so bad for so many years and then you actually created that persona right and so you you made that persona through the teacher idea that you had in your head and that's completely true um but instead of it being what you pictured it was a stage on which you acted out certain karmic lessons so it was the the medium that you acted out certain things and so this is how your intention works with um god's desire you get to create the story right you get to create the character and then you get to take that character on a specific journey like you create the setting and everything you create the character but then god gives you the path through it and like the lessons that will be learned and you can choose your character and choose your adventure And you can choose a character that greets everything with an open mind, with this information right there in front of them, and know that, like, you're in charge here. Like, yes, you have to go down a certain current, like, you have to be walking down a certain pathway, but you get to decide what that path looks like, you get to decide the role that you play while you're on that path, um... You get to decide the kind of relationships that you have with the beings that you meet and the experiences that you have. And you get to decide that in every single moment. That's your choice. The karmic lessons and like the the path that you have to take, that's definitely in the higher hands because it's a bigger orchestration. But like you get to decide how you experience that completely. And you get to choose if it's like easy or hard for you. You get that choice. That's cool. This also helps to make it easier looking into the future because you can just like take that memory of like, yeah, that's the archetype I had and that's how it played out. Now you can take a look in the future and be like, okay, this is the archetype that I want to play out. I want to play the role of a being who is X, Y, and Z. And you can, in that moment, acknowledge that, like, you are going to experience, you're going to encounter some experiences that might not be super pleasant. Like, you might have fear show up. You might have discomfort as you grow into this new role. um, And as you experience old things with this new lens. And you can just accept that from the beginning. And that totally changes your experience with it, like when it shows up at your doorstep. You're ready to accept it into your life in a way that um, you might not be if you expect every single thing that happens to you to be quote unquote positive, to like fit into your worldview of what positive events are. Okay, the 17th is being really loud again. Um, What did it just say? It said that I realized something that I've never heard anybody say before, but I like was doubting myself. I was like, everybody knows that. And then I just have been presented with evidence that hmm, I've never heard anyone talk about it. So like maybe I'm sitting on some information uh, just because I have this inferiority complex that there's nothing I could know that somebody else doesn't already know. So what was it? <laughs> 
It was something about planting nuggets. Oh, your mind at the shadow frequency consistently okay okay so let's back up 17th shadow basically just observing patterns at its highest frequency if you observe patterns you can use them to their highest good you can like predict the future when it's kind of not what you're doing you're just like at the gift frequency you're just seeing the pattern and you're like it can go this way this way this way i'm gonna direct my attention there and i'm gonna go that way um that's kind of the bridge between the shadow and the gift because of the shadow you just because of the programming of you know this world you're trained to look for deficits like you're trained to look for problems things to complain about things that need improvement and you're trained to only find that evidence for them in the world to further confirm your hypothesis that everything sucks nothing is going your way and all of this shit is broken that's literally the shadow frequency you're looking for things that are wrong when you travel up to the gift you use that same exact mechanism that's available at the shadow frequency but you turn it to a higher purpose you set the belief you set the intention and you expect to find evidence for higher things you train your mind to instead of nitpicking you train it to look for things that will excite you, things that will make you happy, things that you can be grateful for. You expect to look for those things, to see those things, to find that in your environment. Once you train it to keep looking for that pattern, that's what it will do naturally. You're going to be, that's how you, you're setting your sight on one thing. You just need to expect to see it. You're finding evidence, and the more evidence you find, the more easy it is to believe that into existence, to believe that that's the path that you're on, to have that confirmation that, yes, you are looking in the right direction, you're focusing on stuff that's aligned with your higher purpose and the thing that you want. Okay, I guess that's it. Well. I feel like I've recorded this one before, but it just threw itself into my head again. So just in case I don't have it anywhere, because I don't see anything titled like this. Um, you genuinely do believe that the way scientists are currently reading our genetic code is half-baked. It's like not, it's not there. It's read, it's, <laughs> it's read in a linear way. That's why we assume so much of it has some weird, mysterious function that like we don't understand and we can't crack it. It's because we're, we're, we're grabbing the information that we can from it. We're grabbing that level of the information that we can from it. Um, that we can if we're looking at it, if we're reading it purely in a linear fashion. So it's not like wrong information it's just a, a smaller viewpoint and to be honest what's the one thing that people say over and over and over again about the stunning things that we found about genetics it's that we are way more similar than we are different we are way more connected to each other than we are separate right that's like the big huge thing that people kept saying well that's that's shocking and we talk about, we use that to talk about the unity on this planet, right? So even at the smaller 
third third dimensional linear kind of limited um viewpoint we're still seeing that big truth reflected at our level it's been it's giving us hints it's it's showing us the essence of itself which is oneness oh that's why the city that's why the 17th city is the eye and that's why it's the the unity consciousness what the fuck is it called (laughs) uh omniscience yeah so it's the all-knowing it's the mind that is through everything the mind that we share there needs to be a part two about the genetics thing because i honest to god forgot what the fuck i was talking about um and i accidentally stopped recording um okay so anyway what i was saying was that even at the lower 3d level the information that we've gleaned from being able to look at genetics from that linear point of view um the the main takeaway was that we are more the same than we are different um and then the other thing that i got like stuck on because i was like fuck i had another point (laughs) um this is that mutation so change first of all can happen and second of all is incredibly extraordinarily necessary for the well-being of a species um and so we can see those being like very pure um less paradoxical kind of like less polarized um views of the idea of unity and the fact that like we it's not crazy for us to think that we are changing genetically like it's not nuts to think of this as being a biological evolution we know that change happens we know that mutations happen um and that it causes the creation and of new species and the variation of life and all that and so imagine what is happening at a genetic holographic level like we're not reading linearly anymore we're reading it in a holographic way imagine the the mutation that can take place there and what that effect would have on us just energetically beyond what we can see necessarily in the third dimension or really picture with our third dimensional minds right now so just like we can read it linearly we can read it also in this holographic way we can interact with it in this holographic way and um i really do believe that when mutations happen at that level just like when mutations happen at the little linear level like these little changes happen but when things when big mutations happen at the holographic level i think that that's when it's a shift in consciousness like it is an expansion in our awareness um i think that that's what is happening and i wonder if we'll ever be able to read it i used to want to be a geneticist that would be so cool if i got to live out that like dream that i had and instead of like doing like little 3d scientist genetics i'm doing this like weird galactic like i'm working with aliens um like like just cool really cool energetic mapping i feel like we have a lot of different systems for that right now um and i think either we're gonna have specialists in different um but like different practices so like the I Ching, astrology, human design, the gene keys. Like, I wonder if we're going to have a blending of all of those um, and it comes out to this one universal thing that everybody can access or if we'll continue to have specialists um, 
just because some of us are more disposed, predisposed to be able to understand astrology, like the way our energy comes together, like it just makes sense to us that way. Whereas other people kind of receive that information better, maybe through human design. Um, and so we still have those specialists. And that's just another example of how we don't all need to be the same to be perfect. And there's value in all different experiences and all different expressions of source energy. We don't all need to be the same. We don't all need to think the same way. This variation is good and it's supported.